What's going on guys? Welcome back to the post show. I'm John the video guy. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Welcome back to season two. I believe this is episode two where I'm talking about starting a personal brand and specifically showing my YouTube channel and how it's growing, what I'm learning in the process. And hopefully if you are starting your personal brand or if you're thinking about maybe starting a YouTube channel or getting into content creation that you can take away some of my experiences. So let's dive into today's episode. First, I'm going to be going over my YouTube stats compared to last time. And I'll, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about what to do first on your YouTube channel from square one. So say you just made a Google account and you click that button that says create YouTube channel. What do you do? What do you name it? Where do you even begin? I'm going to be talking in that sense today of really how to start a YouTube channel, what you should be focused on early on in it, and you know, really just starting your first video here on YouTube. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. If that sounds interesting, stay tuned. But first, we're going to dive into my current YouTube stats. All right, so I'm in my creator studio. Currently, as of recording this episode, I have 155 subscribers. My watch time within the last 28 days is 66.6 hours, and I have 2,100 views in the last 28 days, and I've gained 25 new subscribers within the last 28 days. So if you listen to last week's episode, you can tell it's a little bit down. I did gain some subs, but uh, compared to the views and the overall watch time, I am on a downward slope currently. And same thing goes with impressions and click-through rate. If I dig in deeper here into the reach column, I have 3,600 impressions and my impressions click-through rate is 4.4, where last week or two weeks ago it was above 5, which was amazing for that time. But now it has fallen back down to kind of like the normal level. Uh, just to recap, normal is between three and five. All right, so how did my videos do from the last time we spoke? Because I did have some predictions and I just kind of want to review those. The Lutz video did actually the best out of the four that just came out. It got 30 views so far as of recording this, five likes, one comment. The mixed resolutions did not do that good. The news ticker and After Effects didn't do bad. Same with the iMac, but the worst one was definitely the mixed resolutions in Premiere Pro. That has only got two views so far. So I was pretty much on par. I thought the iMac one would do better, but I guess not. It is kind of different from my other videos since it's not really a tutorial. It's just talking about what iMac, iMac specs to look for if you're getting into video editing. But the Lutz one did do really good, so I'm happy about that. That was a 2 out of 10. And one other thing I noticed in my stats that I did want to touch on before I dive into this video is my demographic is slowly changing. Earlier on in my YouTube channel, I did a lot more camera reviews. And what I'm noticing now, based on my audience, is that there is actually no one above the age of 35 watching my videos anymore. Which this was quite different a few weeks or even months ago where right now, currently, 16% of my audience is between 18 to 24 years old, and 83% is between 25 and 34. Where a few months ago, it was split between 25 to 35 and 35 to 44. 
where 35 to 44-year-olds was like 30 to 40% of my audience. So I am attracting a younger group, I think, with my newer videos coming out, focusing more on video tutorials and After Effects and Premiere Pro. So it's people coming out of college, probably starting their careers, which is actually a good sign for my channel because that is the group I'm kind of trying to focus on. All right, so with that out of the way, let's dive into the YouTube channel. So what do you do once you set up your channel? Well, the first thing you got to do is name it. And you have a few different options when you start a YouTube channel. You could either name it with your name. If you started your own personal Google account, like mine, for instance, is my name. So it is my Google account. The YouTube channel is the same name. Or you could possibly make a brand or something. Say if you did start a personal brand, for example, for me, I could have named it maybe John the Video Guy or something in that nature. But you'll have to decide on a name first before you really can get started. Um, and then you click create and it'll create the account for you. So that's just something to focus on. For me personally, in my opinion, I think a personal name is more personal. Uh, you know, your name is more personal. It feels like you're connecting with your audience more on a personal level. So for me, I think it really works because it kind of drives home that uh, the core value of, of being genuine and kind-hearted. So it kind of fits my brand for having a personal name. But like I said, pick whichever one that works for you. If you're a company, obviously use your company name. But if you're a personal brand, you can either pick a personal brand name something like that. The other thing with a name is you have to look out for SEO. So if you want to improve SEO early on, you could strategically pick a YouTube channel name that does kind of go with your niche or like the type of videos that you want to be searched for with. So I could have named it like John's video review or something like that, or John John's video tutorials or, you know, something that talks about what I'm actually doing on the channel. So those are things to consider. Either way, it won't ruin you in the future if you just pick your name or if you just go with your company name. But that's the first step. So the next thing um, is to pick your niche and to kind of narrow it down. So if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about my core values and my pillars. And when it comes down to my niche, I'm really focusing on the pillars of this. What are the things I'm talking about? And mostly on my YouTube channel, I'm talking about video, but also I'm talking about design and career building. So you'll have to figure out what your niche is. You know, what is your area of expertise that you want to share on your YouTube channel? And once you kind of narrow down your channel name and your niche, you can start customizing the kind of look of your YouTube channel. So the first thing when you get into Creator Studio, you can have the options to customize it by adding your own trailer. So this is a separate video that you can put on your YouTube front page. When new visitors come and see your channel for the first time, they get to see a trailer and you can make this video designed about kind of telling your audience a little bit about what your channel is or maybe a little bit about your history. For me, I create a separate video that's just unlisted that is my trailer and it just gives a brief background about my experience and what I hope to do on my channel. The other thing is featured sections. So this is a very important uh, thing to consider once you start really building out your YouTube channel. You probably don't have to worry about it early on, but it's something to consider is featured sections. So what are featured sections? In YouTube, 
Featured sections are areas that viewers can go to to see more or specific content that you are uh, tailoring them to. So for example, on my channel, I have different playlists on my YouTube channel that I created and I put as featured sections. So there's a Premiere Pro tutorial uh, playlist, there's an After Effects tutorial playlist, and I'm also currently building a career building uh, playlist as well. And I have those as featured sections. That way if someone visits my channel and they just want to learn about After Effects, they can easily just click on After Effects. And this really works in any niche, you know, if you're in finance or if you're in food, there's, you know, different things that is within your niche, you know, uh, just kind of focus and tailor different featured content according to your niche. And with that, let's talk about branding. So there's a few things in YouTube that you can brand. There's, of course, the header or like the bar that you see at the top of the YouTube channel. You can custom create this in Photoshop or Illustrator or have, uh, you know, create it in Canva or some other software and easily upload it to YouTube. And this kind of summarizes what your channel is about. So for me, I use my three pillars about everything video design and career building. And I added the Premiere Pro and After Effects logo signaling like those are the two main applications I'm going to be doing tutorials on. Then there's also the basic info section. So, you know, there's a few paragraphs and different things that you can add such as just, you know, a paragraph explaining who you are, maybe your experience, your background, brief description, as well as other links. So I put in my website link and a few other links on there as well that people can click to and it's linked in my YouTube channel. You can also add your email address just in case of businesses or people want to reach out to you and do business. All right, and that's pretty much it when you start your channel. Those are the th areas that I would focus on first. The one last thing is your profile picture. So if you did just start a Google account, it will just use your Google photo or your Google cover photo. Feel free to update that for your YouTube channel specifically to something, you know, for me, it's just my headshot in my studio space. So it kind of matches all my videos, but consider updating that for your YouTube channel specifically. All right, so you set up your YouTube channel. The next thing is gonna be creating your first video. So your first video, I mean, I remember my first video and I have to say, I cringe when I watch it. It's, you know, the first video is the first video. It's, you know, the first pancake as they say. So, you know, it is gonna be a learning experience. You know, the first time there's a lot of things to learn and doing your first video but it's really just starting, you know, and you just grow from there. Every single video I make, I'm always learning new things about what the audience is looking for, what I could do better either technically or creatively in either writing or developing the content. So it's an ever evolving journey. All you have to really do and focus on is just starting. So what about the first video? What should you be focused on? So when it comes down to the first video, I think it's your chance to get your feet wet in the water, essentially. It's your first video. Um, what you'll want to do first when you're planning your first video is kind of designate an area to shoot in. So for me, I have a corner of my room that I shoot all my tutorials and even recording this podcast in that's kind of dedicated to all media stuff. It's uh, away from the window or the um, outside environment so there's not a lot of background noise it's a nice environment where people can hear me not a lot of distractions happen 
And if you can, try to designate this spot for all your videos. That way it's very easy down the line when you create more videos, the space is already set up for you and all you have to do is sit down and press record. So that's what I do. I have my space, I have my lights, camera, audio, and all I have to do is hit record and I'm ready to go. So it's kind of establishing that first and trying to streamline everything. And obviously when you're doing your first video, you'll have to pick out your camera, your lighting, if you choose to use lighting, and your audio. So I highly recommend focusing on audio the most, especially um, you know if people hear your video and they can't hear it or they get very frustrated because it sounds noisy or there's a lot of background noise, people are gonna click off where if it's a little dark, people have a little bit higher of a tolerance when it comes to video other than audio. Audio, you really wanna make sure it's good. So I highly recommend investing in some type of microphone you can use your phone to record, or you can invest in an external recorder, or some type, or you could actually even plug it into your computer and record that way. So there's a few different options there. I'll link down in the podcast show notes, I'll link to my specific gear that I use for my YouTube channel. Feel free to go check those pieces of equipment out. I'm not recommending that you go buy the same exact thing, but you can get an understanding of maybe some of the pieces that you want to incorporate down the line in your YouTube journey. All right, so you got your space, you got your equipment. The next thing is going to be scripting your content. So the way I do my videos is I usually bring out one piece of paper, I put it down on a desk, I got a pen, and I write down the bullet points of the things I'm going to say. And, you know, when I study other YouTubers, they pretty much do almost the same exact thing. They have bullet points that they go off of, they look down, they look at their bullet point, they look up, and they talk about, you know, for a minute or two about the bullet point that they wrote down. And actually the same thing is for this podcast that you're listening to right down. I wrote down bullet points that I wanted to cover about starting a YouTube channel. And I'm just talking for about two to three minutes on each thing. And I think this is really, really helpful and will definitely help you be more natural because you're not reading specifically right off of a script. You have a broad understanding of what you're talking about and you can kind of improvise as you're talking to kind of fill the gaps and try to get across the information in that bullet point. So for me, I stick to one piece of paper. Usually that's good. If you need to, I, I try not to go too far, but, you know, stick to one or two pieces of paper um, for your YouTube channel or your YouTube videos and write down the bullet points that you want to cover in the order that you want to cover them as well. That way it makes editing a lot easier. So for me, when I'm scripting my own YouTube videos, I'll put in literally the title of the video. I'll type or I'll put a bullet point that says intro. And I just think of myself, you know, how do I intro it? What's important? And I think when it comes to scripting, the most important thing is you want to write down the hook. So the thing that makes people want to listen and watch to the very end. So, you know, what is this tutorial going to help solve? You know, what problems does this help solve? Um, even with this podcast, you know, the hook when at the very beginning of this show was, you know, stick around to see how to start your first video and get your YouTube channel running. What to do when you first start on YouTube. So that was the hook, you know, to stay to the very end because I'm going to give you a lot of content in this video or podcast. And that's really the sense of what you want to do in your script is early on you want to put in the hook. 
why should people stick and watch your video? So usually I do an intro, a hook, and usually I put in somewhere near the beginning to hit the like button because it really does help your video out. It will rank higher if people like your video on YouTube. And um, those are the things I put at the beginning and that kind of go into the meat and potatoes of the actual video content. So for me, it's tutorials. So I'll put in the effects that I use to create the outcome of the video. Um, a lot of them are very uh, technical, so I'll put in certain values on paper that I have to remember to actually do it when I'm inside After Effects or Premiere Pro, certain you know color values or whatever, or the position and scale of different things. So whatever you really need to know, put it down on the pieces of paper. That way you're not you know spending a lot of time during recording trying to figure out what you're actually talking about. It's pretty much already in front of you and all you have to do is execute. So that's really what it comes down to in scripting. And then at the very end, just a conclusion or a wrap up, maybe even a few call to actions throughout, you know, pointing to different things about things maybe in the video description, things to check out. And at the end, usually um, you won't have to worry about it for starting out, but I do have it like an end screen that I put up where I call out, like, if you want to learn more, go here. That way it gives them an exit where they can, if they're still watching and interested, they can go and see something else. So once you scripted it, it all comes down to recording it. And, you know, you just hit the record and you go for it. And when it's done, you hit stop and, you know, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. And then you get into the editing. And this is really up to preference. You can use free apps, you can use, you know, Premiere Pro or professional editing software is really up to you, but, you know, try to make it as simple as possible, especially first starting out and kind of build, you know, it's like building blocks, you know, you just want to start with one, two blocks and you just work your way up, you know, and get more elaborate down the line. But, you know, the first video is the first video, just do it and learn from it, I guess, you know, and move forward. And the last thing that I'll talk about is the content schedule. And this is important because, and this is actually what I will be talking about two weeks from now in the next uh, podcast is talking about how to actually develop a content schedule, where to get video ideas from, how to know if video ideas will work or not, what to look for in titles and thumbnails and all that good stuff. And when it comes to content scheduling, the most important thing, especially first starting out on YouTube, is being very consistent. And this goes across the board. Any you know successful content creator is really consistent with their content, not even on YouTube, but on their podcasts or on social media or on their blog, wherever they are. Consistency is king. You know, making sure that you're always doing this, whether it's once a week, twice a week or once a month, every other week, you know, being very consistent is going to help YouTube and algorithm update people that are interested in your content and notify them when your new content's available. You know, you don't want to be like that television series that comes out and you watch for like three weeks or four weeks, and then they just randomly take a two to three week hiatus. And you're like, I was watching that. Where's the next episode? So, you know, you just want to be really consistent in the content you create. And I think the other thing, too, and I'll go into this a lot deeper next week, is create a schedule that you're comfortable with. 
you know, for me, I can do two videos a week, but that might not be realistic to other people, you know, they're just starting out. So just figure out where your threshold is and just do what you can and, you know, prioritize consistency really over everything else. So that's it, guys. I hope this kind of gave you uh, some ideas when you're first starting out your YouTube channel, you know, or different content creation strategies. Um, to wrap up this podcast, I will go over my future videos and kind of predict what will happen in the future. So I do look forward to this. Even if this doesn't help anyone out there, I look forward to this because I can always look back and be like, wow, I was so wrong. All right. Coming up here next week, which these two will be out, is whiteboard hand drawing animation, After Effects tutorial. This one, I think, is going to do really well. At least for the long term, it might not come out of the gate, but I think, you know, one, two years, it's going to do well. And actually, I forgot to mention earlier in this episode that I actually started my YouTube channel, like, back in 2013. And, you know, I put like high school projects on there and a lot of like homeschool, home, home video, homemade videos on there and stuff. So, and this was actually one of the very first tutorials I did like, you know, seven years ago. And it did really good back then. It was just chalkboard writing. And I kind of took it and enhanced it a little bit more and did whiteboard hand writing. So it's the same concept, but it has a little bit more to it. So I basically took a tutorial that I did that did very successful um, back when I did in high school, and I revamped it. And all those videos that I did, I did hide um, back when I was first starting out in YouTube back in like 2013. And really, the video that is probably the oldest right now on my channel that's public is like a year ago. So I really tried to clean up my content and really only put out like the best, I guess, per se. A lot of the early stuff that I did was just kind of, you know, it was the early stuff. So as my YouTube channel starts growing, I don't really want people kind of digging back in the past and being like, oh, wow, this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, but, um, but this was a very... A successful tutorial back then it got like 12,000 views so I'm looking forward to seeing how this does and then later on this week um, how to create a video editing demo reel I really like this doing this one I hope it does well I think it, it does have potential so I think that's going to be good cool neon sign motion graphic after effects tutorial this is coming out Monday I think this is going to do well over the long term as well we'll have to see it might not be a hit right away but I think in terms of searchability, it does have potential down the line in a few years to really pick up steam. And then lastly, will robots and AI replace creative jobs? Learn to leverage new technology. I think this one, this one, I have a weird feeling about this one. I don't think it's going to do well. But I, I was struggling to title this one, but I really like this one. So I don't know. I think this one's a wild card. I think it's going to be a five. I think cool neon sign and whiteboard uh, handwriting animation is going to be like better. It's going to be like a three or a four. And honestly, I think how to create a video editing demo reel, I think that's going to do really good. I think that's going to be a two or a three. 
So those are my predictions for the upcoming weeks. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and tuning in to the post show. Feel free to reach out if you have any content creation questions or personal brand questions. I'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you very soon.